Summer's here and y'all know it's going to be a hot one. Beach bods and summer trips can wait. We got a summer filled news dump coming your way. Comeback season for me three? Multiverse confirmation by Sony. And wait, is Loki the key? This is Keeping Up With The Nerds kicking off year one. From 12920 Philadelphia Street, Whittier, California, in the heart of Uptown Whittier, Keeping Up With The Nerds presents issue number 50. My name is Brian. Renee. And Nick. And welcome to the show. Hey. hey what's up? What an intro, yeah. right? What a what an intro. Kicking off yes. your one. <laughs> That's how we're going to be introducing all the podcast issues from here on I out. I like how Brian... Got it down, but I'm not confident next time I have to do that. <laughs> there's going to be some hurdles. <laughs> there's going to be it's, some issues. Yeah, there's some issues with this issue, with the future issues. <laughs> I can't wait to hear those outtakes. Oh, but you're the one that keeps messing up all your little intros. First off, <laughs> first off, he didn't, you never posted those. So they actually, they, no one knows about yeah. that. As far as everybody else knows, I'm a perfect. What if I just like put a blooper reel on YouTube? Do it. You I, should. Because yeah. honestly, I—I I mean, I think the blooper reels are even funnier than because, mm-hmm. especially when I get mad at myself and I'm just like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, welcome, dude! This is so great. Yeah. Year one. Yeah, I'm Year upset one. with both of you. Why? Because you guys got drunk without me. What the heck? You guys oh, yeah. had an entire podcast getting drunk, crying. You guys were hugging. Each o- you guys were hugging each other. When, <laughs> you guys were hugging each other when I got back in here. I was like, what the heck happened? That's what happens. I mean, I'm sorry. I don't know what you to tell you. You specifically man. told me to come at 11 o'clock at night. I thought it was weird, but I did it anyway. Because well, I'm good at what I... Because I, 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 I listen. Mm-hmm. And then I come in, and I'm basically just baby feeding these two drunken <laughs> idiots. Like, we got really, really, really late. What the heck, man? It's true. Hey, you know what? I'm proud of you. How far are we into this show? Two minutes. And Nick hasn't cussed yet. I know, right? Good <laughs> job. Do you have your notebook ready? <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> Nick. But don't worry. Don't, Why don't would you automatically because assume, we're getting ready. You're gonna blur it. It's a new year, new me. Look, new, new year, new you. But guess what? I brought some uh, champagne, some sparkling champagne. wine to celebrate because no, you were left out last week. Is champagne just sparkling wine? Yes. No. Oh. <laughs> no. 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 So yes, isn't it? No, champagne. There's a there's a, there's a it's thing. It's not champagne unless it's in champagne. There it is. Yeah, no, it has to be made somewhere. That's why I was like, I can't say champagne because it's not made in champagne, whatever you call it. Champagne. Champagne. Yeah, I think mine, champagne. Mike, for once is the loud one. Are we learning? Just a little bit. Hey, listen, I think you need it. Take a couple of matches why? down. Huh? Why? Because my is this voice issue is... fifty one or is it fifty? If issue fifty. I keep forgetting that the an- the last the one we did was an annual. No, this worked out so perfect yeah. because this issue comes out on the week of our anniversary. Yes. Right? Yeah, because we officially uploaded, what was it, on last year, June 8th mm-hmm. was our- Like June first, 8th or June 5th. Yeah. yeah. was issue zero. Yeah. And then this is going to come out on the week when we first started working on our stuff, which I think was like uh, issue zero. Yes. We labeled it. Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. I think we recorded like, what, late May- and then we did, we did issue zero, 
and then we uploaded during that time and yeah we just kind of went with it after that no i'm, I'm honestly like super happy super proud because we've got a lot of stuff to work on yeah or a lot of stuff that we want to work on mm-hmm. and we are in the process with a lot of like captured stuff already that we're going to be uploading to yeah. our youtube channel already so just a quick reminder if you guys are not aware and listen to this on an audio platform like spotify podbean apple Podcasts, or google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. We do have a website, keepingupwiththenerds.com, where you can find all of the up-to-date information on what new issues are coming out, mm-hmm. as well as new videos that you can find on YouTube. Yes. And if you have not been following us on YouTube, go subscribe. We're at 56 subscribers. Yes. Content for YouTube is coming. Yes. We are working on it. We just recorded some stuff today that we are very excited about. It was actually about. really fun doing those. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. And then... We, me and Brian are planning out the Let's Plays. We're mm-hmm. going to be doing that soon. I, I, I should really put it on my resume, voice actor. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then just put those in there so that when people, when, 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 you know, people actually try to hire me, yeah. they'll then go like, it's the same voice, just with like a little Different deeper. Technically, no, technically you can put what we do on our resumes now. Mm-hmm. We've yeah, done exactly. it for a year. Yeah, we've done yeah. It. Oh, we have. Yeah, yeah we've yeah. done it for a year, so it's technically some like you good work. What? When, make sure when you're editing me that you give me like a nice little, nice little filter that, you know, makes it at least slightly different. It's okay. I got you. At a certain, at a certain point, I, I when I, when we were recording today, I was like, mm, I think it's the same voice. Trust, trust my <laughs> editing. Trust my editing yeah. techniques. Trust the, trust the process. So, um, I wanted to talk about something that happened to me on Wednesday. Oh, what happened? Hey, working here at the store at Under City Comics, located at 12920 Philadelphia Street, Woody, California. Um, <laughs> Shameless plug, much? <laughs> you have to. And um, <laughs> She pays for the lights. She pays for, she the pays for basically us being here. <laughs> like, no, honestly, before yeah. you start, yeah. thank you, Susan. Yes, and I don't know. If, I don't know if she listens to the podcast as much. I think she kind of like she supports know, us. She supports us, but yeah. without her and her support, mm-hmm. and you know, allowing us to do this, mm-hmm. it, this, this project would not. Oh yeah, go as far as it's been. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. So right. yeah, yes. thank you, Susan. We love you. We appreciate how much you've been supporting us. Mm-hmm. We're gonna keep supporting and you know advertising the comic book store as much as possible. Definitely. Yeah. Maybe. So if you're around the Whittier area or close to the area, come visit. Come visit the store, guys. Mm-hmm. It's a no. great store. And now we're gonna get drunk in your store again. <laughs> <laughs> but before no. that, I wanted to talk about a story. I got it. So it was uh, I was working here on a Wednesday this past Wednesday, mm-hmm. and I had a call from. Uh, a lady and she calls me and she goes hi i'm like hi hello she goes uh do you guys buy comics and i go unfortunately we do not buy comic books she goes okay well do you know how like the pricing system works on them right and i'm like um well it depends on how far back they go if it's like comic books from the 50s and before worth a pretty penny or if it's anywhere between like the 70s and 60s still worth some money but not a lot Depends on key issues. That's the depends thing. On, depends yeah. on the issue. Yeah. So she told me that uh, basically she is looking for a ballpark range of a collective amount of comic books of how much they would be worth altogether. Okay. Because. So who pissed her off? No. Uh, she pissed <laughs> off someone. What? She. <laughs> she basically. Plot twist. Yeah. She <laughs> told me. That she took her son's comic books that he had right. co- a whole collect his whole collection what? and just donated them. <gasps> no, just with no no money no. was no transaction. Just basically grabbed them and, and gave them away. 
Oh my god. The that's son a, that's a federal was, crime. That's son, a federal crime. Then she told me, yeah, my son's not talking to me right now. I wouldn't. <laughs> I would be so upset. So I told her, she goes, so how much would the be then? I'm like, well, it depends. Do you know what, what decade issues? or like issues or decade era they came from? And I go, listen, if they came from at least if they were before the or at least, at least between 50s and above, they could be worth several late, thousand dollars. Like late 40s. Yeah. Early, uh, collective. Late, and I'm saying like, I'm like, 50s. and I'm lowballing it. It's like basically mm. not graded, but if it's collective amount, like a good, good stack of comic books, several thousand dollars. Because I told her. It, yeah? it would also matter if whether or not they're in sequence. That's another that, thing. That also, if the whole collection's there and yeah, stuff if, like if that. The whole, if he has issue one all the way to mm-hmm. issue whatever yeah. the run was and they're all in really good mm-hmm. condition and everything like that because she could. didn't know that there is value in comic books oh yeah she did not realize that i feel like i want to throw up and, and cards <laughs> so too. i told her this cards i too. told her there is there she goes like wait you mean she was shocked that i even said a thousand dollars right she goes what do you mean that they go over a thousand i'm like i'll tell you this the first issue of action comics that has the first appearance of Superman auctioned five years ago, auctioned over a million dollars. And she goes, right. Oh my God. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, I'm about to throw up. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, there's value in books, you know? And she I'm goes, well, to throw up. <laughs> she goes, well, he didn't have anything from like the fifties. This is like from like seventies and eighties. I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'm like, that's fine. I go, if it's from that era, but the thing is, depending on those issues, if they were key issues, they would be by themselves, like maybe close to like yeah. five hundred, six hundred dollars. Just are, one there, issue alone. There, there are some key issues in yeah. there that are like twenty thousand. Yeah. yeah, depending on what, like if you and got, the like, cover. F- yeah, and if the cover was like a special so, edition, like yeah. variant. I or told. Anything like that. So I told her. If they're from seventies through the eighties, I said at least minimum. Is over a thousand dollars collectively, and again, I'm lowballing it I, for her why because did you just eyeball and just no. give it to her straight, dude. No, dude, she <laughs> was. I up. felt bad because she was just the. The more I talked, the more she got worried. You know, the more she because was like, I understand why he hates me. Basically, <laughs> she wanted to do was basically pay her back, pay, pay her back. son back for giving away the comic books. What she probably thought was at most it's like six hundred bucks. No. And I told her it was at least a grand. At least. And at that's least again. A grand? At least no, like over a you, grand. That's a hard low ball. Mm-hmm. That's a that's hard, a thing. But, but I'm but, but I'm thinking like this lady can't the lady doesn't have, can't afford over five thousand dollars to just give but, someone. Yeah, I know, to, but, yeah. What, but what I'm what I'm saying is mm-hmm. that it really does depend because I mean it, it really depends on what he was collecting. Yeah, that's the thing. And I, I don't mean, and she's not saying she doesn't know what he collected. Yeah, and that's the problem though, mm-hmm. because comic books, especially from like the sixties and seventies, mm-hmm. they can go anywhere from like five cents mm-hmm. to a grand yeah. for a comic just for one yeah. let me put it to you this way that is such a he- it's that's such a huge range mm-hmm. without knowing exact issues mm-hmm. and i'm sure this guy doesn't remember no at a certain point i remember i mean i mean like forget. if anything he probably doesn't know exactly what he got he probably remember he probably thinks he has a certain issue of something but again I don't know. Like, do you know how excited I was when I found I I have four copies of the Death of Superman in the black. Oh, in the black with po- the poly bag tape. Mm-hmm. with, with the, the Cuban background. Yeah. Well, the no, it's the but they're in the it's in the it's in the plastic. Oh, it's, it's in the in, bag it's, sealed. It's yeah. in the bag sealed, and I also have the white one, which is the Return of Superman. Yes. Also in the in the white sealed. Yeah, mm-hmm. don't give out your address. 
Uh, well, the thing is that I looked, I looked them up. They're only worth like 30, 40 bucks. Yeah. Because they came they out in the reprints. 90s and there was a large printing run of that. They so. had a huge reprint of them mm-hmm. as well. Mm-hmm. And people just bought them up. So mm-hmm. a comic book that you would think the, mm-hmm. the first time Superman ever died in a comic book would mm-hmm. be worth like so much money. Yeah. It's only worth like 40, 50 bucks. Same, thing with, the first, <laughs> same thing with the first issue of Spawn. Yes. You would think Spawn... Very well-known character reached over 300 issues now. About to hit 400 pretty soon. Yes. Um, you think that the first issue would be worth hundreds and hundreds of dollars. No, it's only worth maybe, again, less than 30, 20 bucks. I'll put it to you this way. Yeah. So I'm lucky that my fiance respects the collections that I have at home mm-hmm. because I've told her this. Because I've told her stories because I have family members that like also collect things. I had an uncle uh, that or I have an uncle that lives in Maryland. His comic book collection got flooded, mm. so he lost issues that were printed out in the '60s, That's like '60s and '70s. Yeah, so he was really devastated is. with that. I have mine in a plastic box, and mm-hmm. you know this. My most valuable for me personally is Gwen Stacy's first ever issue, oh, first Spider appearance. Gwen. The, yeah. Or Spider, yeah. What did I say? Gwen Stacy. Gwen, Gwen Stacy. Spider first Gwen. Appearance. Yeah. yeah, first appearance, first comic book uh, issue number one, first print. Mm-hmm. I think yes. that's going for like two fifty, three hundred. Yeah, two hundred. Non graded. Yeah. So yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, more. And then depending on the grade, it can then go up somewhere near like closer to eight to a thousand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I told this to my fiance who was like oblivious to the entire thing, and I've like kind of showed her over the years, and like, oh no, this is worth that, and that's worth that. And she's like, damn, like no, she. It's harder for her to believe, but what a freaking story to start off year one, Renee. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah. I, that, 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 that is happened, yeah. that is crazy though. Yep. That is. <sighs> I would be so upset. I'm gonna open up this <laughs> bottle of sparkling well, wine well, now to start. Yeah, while, while he's opening that, yeah. up, and, and before we move on, uh, what was it? When my my dad is a real estate agent, mm-hmm. and he was doing a he was doing a uh, project. He was selling a house for this guy. Mm-hmm. When we were selling the house, the guy ended up as soon as the deal closed and we sold the house and everything like that. The guy's about to move out. Guy passes away. In the middle of this transition, oh wow, and everything like that. So he his his house is now vacant, and people are moving in, and yeah. the deal has already been closed. Of like we sold it, yeah. So we call up his parents, and then the debt, and then the parents go, "We'll go down there, and then whatever we leave, you guys can have. You guys can do whatever you want with it. We don't care." So we're like, "Okay, that's fine." They took like five things, and this guy was a hoarder. <laughs> So we came in one day and we found an entire room with like long boxes. We kind of don't even know what's in there. Oh, wow. Like there's just, okay, remember like a year or two ago, Mm -hmm. I called you and I was like, hey, do you buy comic books? Oh, yeah. I called you specifically because we had gotten all those comic books. Oh, wow. And we didn't know where to put them. Like like, legitimately, I was Mm -hmm. like, I don't know where to put all these. Mm -hmm. And then I, now I need to take them. I still have them. Mm -hmm. Like I just haven't had time to like take them to Frank's. Can we shoot? A video and see what's in those long boxes. Okay, I have. I, yeah. I, I, yeah, I mean, we ha- I, I have them. I just need to go get them. Okay, they're in a, store, they're in a storage area. Let's Probably. do it. I'm down I'm for down that. For a that. video. Yeah. And That'll be go. like part of a vlog that we do. Yeah. But this guy. But I'm. I'm gonna tell you right now. This guy collects. Like he was a collector. No, that's fine. And I then, don't know. Uh, that's why I'm saying mm-hmm. I don't know what's in them. Let's do a video. Uh, I, I honestly, <laughs> yeah, like, like I need to honestly like look through them and find because the last time I checked, I checked one long box and I think most of the comics in there were like. 15 maybe $20. I mean that was like the high end. Let's mm-hmm. let's of it. 
make a video. He, he also, one of the coolest things that he did have is he had a hardcover uh, long Halloween. It was a hardcover, like, nice, like, like leather-bound it could have been a collector's edition or a... It was a collector's... Yeah. It was a collector's edition, and it said that it was via, like, 1986 or something Oh, so like that, that was maybe when it first got printed out in a trick. That could be worth something. Wow. Yeah, I'm not selling that one. That one's mine. <laughs> <laughs> I need to look at that. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's, a, it's, a, it's, it's really nice. The, the thing I wanted to do is because I know, especially with Long Halloween coming out, I'm, I'm almost positive yeah. that they're going to start having like signings and stuff like that. I really, definitely. I really want the authors to sign that one. But also, the <laughs> cooler thing is, um, what was it? I did. I do have a signed copy of pins. They're Spider-Man pins, about yay big. Five mm-hmm. collectors of pins. It's uh, twelve of two hundred and twelve of ten, signed by Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. That I found in the box. Really quick, I was able to get my. Uh, since he said sign something, that just reminded me that I recently got my Power Rangers Soul of the Dragon Tommy Jason trade paper. Yeah, JC David Frank got. I got that signed by him. That's pretty sick. Yeah. Are we ready to move on? From yeah. The topic? Hey All right, man, let's listen. Do it. Hey, I'm gonna pop the champagne. Yeah, you I do you. It. Pop it. Pop. Ah! Hang on. Ah! <laughs> Wait. Ah! I'm scared. <laughs> Let Nick do it then. No, I got it. Ah! <laughs> you okay over there, champ? <laughs> that was more dramatic than it needed yeah. to be. <laughs> All right, let's go. I, everyone, pass the cups around. Nick, go ahead. That's Introduce like, the first topic, E3, right? Yes. So um, as some of you might know from my past experiences with, on podcasts, uh, I used to be inside the video game industry. Uh, and I've always loved and enjoyed going to a, con- which, a convention that takes place in downtown LA, one of the biggest gaming conventions in gaming in the gaming industry. It's called E3. Now, in E3, it's basically where all of the next video games and all of like the companies and everything like that go over. This is what we're going to be, you know, making for the next upcoming year. You know, the, it's release dates for video games, consoles, everything like that. And last year, unfortunately, you know, because of the pandemic, we didn't exactly have a proper E3. It was scheduled and stuff like that. Yeah. And it had to go to digital. This year is still going to be digital. But the problem is that companies are starting to find that they can reach more people via digital. Oh. Now, this th- this convention has been going on since maybe the mid-90s. And yeah. now it, it kind of looks like it's starting to die out. Like Because this convention wasn't necessarily like for the public to go in and check out these things. This was like a convention mm-hmm. for buyers, right? Like companies were supposed to come in. No. No? No. Ooh. When it was first, when when E3 was first uh, first done, it was meant to for the companies to come down and basically uh, reach out to their customers. Mm-hmm. So the customer, so it, it was a lot of like media, it was a lot of different stuff like that. Later on, what happened was is that a lot of media and a lot of like people in the industry said that E3 is too packed. Because at a certain point, I mean, anybody who's been to a con, especially in LA, will know that they're e. e- if you go to a con in LA, you're probably in like, there's like things to do. You're probably in a line for like an hour and a half. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's LA for you. Yeah. An hour and in traffic to move five miles and now we're in a line to move like five feet. Yes. And, um, so, but the thing is that when you do that, 
that means a lot of like the people that were trying to like test the games out and stuff like that, they would sometimes they would be too packed and like they would have to come back. Mm -hmm. And that really frustrated a lot of like news, uh, which uh, news people that also, uh, was it like it made, it made a couple of people in the industry a little upset. And so what ended up happening was in the early, in the mid two thousands, they then said, okay, cool. We're not going to be allowing, uh, regular uh, regular people to be coming in. Like, if you're not in the industry, you can't come into E3. Mm -hmm. And then that was, like, the golden times of, like, E3 was just for people in the industry. Mm -hmm. You couldn't get in unless you were there. That was when I went. Mm -hmm. And that was fun. Uh, <laughs> Simpler times. It was. You know what the funny thing is? That it was the... Because here's the thing. I, I experienced E3 from the aspect of people of exhibitors only to then, oh, exhibitors with some people that, uh, with, like, another, like, thousand people. Because, like, I think two years after I went, I ended up going again, and that was when they reopened it up to people. Mm -hmm. And that was madness. Oh, yeah. That was, like, I, I like, if it wasn't COVID and everything like that, that would have been, a pen, that would have been like, an epicenter of a pandemic. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, <laughs> just out of every, the amount of people, like, I, I remember... A couple of years back when it was still popping, like people would, it'd be like crowded yeah. essentially. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You wouldn't even be able to make it to like, you wouldn't even be able to drive into downtown. It's so funny to me that like people that, you know, no one that was okay. From what I understood is that the public could go in, they were starting to sell tickets and open it up more. And that happened for like four years. Right. Yeah. And then from there, I think people started kind of like, like they kind of had like little Disney tips for people that wanted to attend E3. Like, oh, if you're trying to visit like a big AAA title, don't do it. Go visit the indies that have no line and stuff because you'll enjoy E3 a lot more in that sense. But it's like, because here's the thing. I, for me, it's like in, in middle school and high school, E3 was like that time where you would jump onto like GameSpot or IGN, right? Mm -hmm. And look at the new announcements. Oh, Nintendo's going to host an event. What's going to, what's the new console going to be? That was when you went to G4. That was when like G four and like uh, what was it like Attack of the Show and all that oh, was up. Uh, that was show. that, but then that I was, that was like the that was if you weren't going because that that was before IGN and all them were super big. Yeah, yeah. Because the main people that were really going to E three and made it like a huge name oh. was G four. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because G four was kind of like the only people that were really G four is back by the way, right? G four yeah, it's coming back. back. Yeah, it's, it's coming. It's still coming back. No, it's, it's back. It's, is it back? Yeah, they're doing shows already. Yeah, yeah, they're already starting to do shows. I think Adam Sessler has like a show now. And everything like that. I mean, hey, it's we pretty, should be on. Yeah, G4. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty cool. G4. and everything else. Reach I'm really happy. I'm really happy that G4 is back. I, yeah, same. But yeah. the thing is, also, it's. I don't know if, it, because I haven't really checked it out too much. I'm just more worried about whether or not it it was funny in the early 2000s. Let's pitch our show to G4 and stuff like that. Because also, a lot of these people are in their 40s. Like it's it's really that's yeah. another thing we, I saw. Like we Adam it's Sessler, it's, yeah. it's really 30s. it's really it's really weird when you start when you're hearing video gaming tips. Like as, as a kid, Adam Sessler mm -hmm. and all these other people like they were in their like 20s and stuff like that. So they were kind of like the cooler mm -hmm. older brother that was like showing you a video game that you've never heard of. Listen, mm -hmm. we're not Zoomers. <laughs> we're millennials with gaming experience. We're not going to be playing Roblox and Minecraft and my, one of my you know, students Fortnite. Swears by it. One of my students swears by Roblox. No. We can play legitimate games. Right. I will if G4 picks us up, I'll leave my job and 
house and go inside for G4. God, I and hope d- that wasn't like a hard decision. You were just like, oh, <laughs> I don't know, go on G4 and be Look, on TV. If they pick or- us up, sure, why not, right? Like, like quit, great. Um, stay at my job. <laughs> um, um, so to like go on with the topic of E3 and stuff like that, I think out of the three of us, you and I are the gamers. I'm starting to slowly yes. get back into it, and Renee, unfortunately... Nothing yet. Nothing yet. No, but I'm you're actually, getting there. I'm R- Renee, looking at it right now. Renee, <laughs> Renee, Renee has a stable roadblock. Uh, he, he has been making mini games for the last past three years. And he's been doing it on his phone. He has like a million road uh, road bucks, uh, road block bucks, or whatever. I'm making money on Roblox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Man. He's uh, which are I got a mind. He likes to he likes he's to introduce himself to the kid. He likes to like make friends with the kids, not in a weird way, but uh, what? what? <laughs> Dude, go back, man. <laughs> See, now the jokes are on you. How do you feel? Not good. <laughs> uh, there's really not much to talk about in terms of E3 because right now it's kind of like teased that the event's going to happen three weeks from now, right? right. I mean, the only thing it's we can necessarily. Yeah, in Ju- it, it's in July. You're July. Mm-hmm. I thought it was in like mid June. Th- it, it, it might be. Let me check. Well, regardless of it, I mean this 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 we didn't happen last year, so this event is. A, I feel like this year is either E three makes it mm-hmm. or breaks it. Like there's no. If this doesn't succeed this year, I don't think companies are willing to come back. Given that some major companies like Sony and Nintendo are not even a part of this anymore, Sorry, they're doing their it's own thing. Kick off June twelfth. That's My what bad. I thought. Yeah, 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 yeah. mid June. Yeah. So. You know, you've got Sony, you've got Nintendo, they're doing their own separate things during right. the week of E three, but they're yes. no longer associated with that, right? Yeah. Now Nintendo, so Nintendo, what they what they did is because okay, so when when I used to do booths for uh what was it for E three, it's a very expensive thing to do. It is. Like a ten a, a ten by ten booth, which is not a lot of space inside of a convention center. Like a ten by ten is not a lot of space. So that's a hundred that's a thousand square feet. Um, that is somewhere in the range of like fifty to to a hundred thousand dollars. What? Jeez. Yes, and that's all, and that's not including like your electrical and stuff like that. What? Yeah, <laughs> fifty thousand. Are you, and these numbers aren't fluctuated. This is this is legitimately you yeah. are an actual source. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. When we were going thousand we, we dollars, yeah, and then not only that, but then also that also because that's just like you getting the spot. And then that's like you also paying for them to set up your booth. What? But yeah. then you're not making any money in return. So if someone is starting up an indie company, right? Like you put in $50,000 for this spot here. You're trying to advertise your small game that you're trying to do, which yes. is probably good. You know, we don't yeah. know. But then you're banking on the fact that this game actually sells. And if it doesn't, you're $50,000 out of luck. Right. That sucks. Well, so that now was, I understand why people are pulling out from this. Well, not only that, but also that's another reason why a lot of the companies and a lot of the parking lots that are next door, what they ended up doing is they ended up starting to sell their parking lots to these indie companies and going, hey, for 10000 you can put your booth here. Why not? And it's private property, so they can't tell them anything. Not mm-hmm. only that, but then also what they just do is they just hire a security guard and they say, oh, we need you to check and make sure that they have an E3 badge. So they come over, you check, you show your E3 badge, they scan it, and then they come in. And then you go, okay, cool. And this, you have indie badges. are they associated with E3 at all, or is this just kind of like piggybacking they, on the fact? A lot, of, uh, a lot of them are associated with E3 because they still like scan your badges and stuff like that in the convention. But the thing is that they don't really, because the convention center has its own security mm-hmm. and everything like that. And also, if anybody ever like wants to get into E3, make friends with security guards. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> An unofficial tip yeah. from Nick. <laughs> no, uh, we, used to, we, used to, we used to give uh, one of the security guards, I remember her name, but I'm not going to say it. 
but uh, we used to always give her sandwiches, uh-huh. and like we would give like her entire staff like sandwiches and stuff like that. And then uh, there were times where uh, names didn't match uh badges Ooh. in people like one was like a jennifer and it was a dude and <laughs> <laughs> and she looked at the badge looked at us looked at the badge looked at us and then she went all right move along <laughs> and and she and she just allowed some stuff to happen uh yeah yeah so make make friends with people that work at cons they're they're really really cool that's a tip from you not from keeping up with the nerds no, that's a tip from everybody no that's a tip from you nick <laughs> No, uh, but yeah, it, but it's really cool. But the thing is that Nintendo, what they ended up doing is because, mind you, a lot of the time, Nintendo had some of the cooler booths. At, yeah, it's Nintendo. Yeah. They're a toy company. That's essentially what they are. Yes. Yeah, yeah it's, it, that's, a good, that's a great example of what They're Nintendo They're a toy is. company. Because Nintendo made a dope booth, but the coolest thing that they did about their booth is they put walls up around their booth. Yeah, so you can't and, see. And there was only two entrances and there were people covering the entrances. So the only way that you can actually get into their booth is by standing in their two-hour line. Heck yeah. But the problem is that it's a two-hour line and the booth is only, and this is only open from 9 o'clock in the morning all the way until 6 p.m. or 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. So if you spent two hours here, that means that if you try to go to like play like Sony's booth or any of the yeah. other booths, you're spending another two hours. So that's two hours, two hours, two hours for like a thirty minute experience. For like a not thirty minute, like a ten minute experience. Oof, like these, like they, they were like ten to fifteen minutes because mind you, they have to get they they're they're putting butts in seats and they're sending them out, and that's it, and that's basically it. That's and you're you're just, you're getting like a ten minute experience and they get you out and they put somebody else in the in the seat. So let me ask you this, okay? Because you know, long story mm-hmm. short. Companies are not going to be involved with E3. E3 has got like a make it or break it here at this point. Kind it's of. all online. Um, they're trying to get influencers to be a part of this thing. Is there anything left to be excited for in E3? Or, you know, do we are you are we even going to watch it? Actually, Renee, you know what? Because you haven't played video games in over a year and a half, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. You're going to try to get back into it. But definitely. Yeah. Do you are you excited for E3 at all? Not really, because. Wasn't it that okay? So E3 was canceled, right? Last year. Last year, and they didn't even do a digital thing, right? It no, was they because did, they did do it. They did a small. Uh, the companies did digital things on their own. Yes. Yeah, but so E3 wasn't affiliated. Microsoft and Sony, Sony did their own. Ubisoft, things. Activision. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they did all, their own things. Yeah, they, they all they? did their own presentation because they because yeah, a play. lot of them have presentations now, to do. Now before COVID, wasn't the last E3 a dud? It's been a dud for the last. If we if we go back to 2020, mm. yes, no, don't say, don't think about it. Technically, it has been because their numbers have kept dropping. Like they, they fill their stadiums or their their venues yeah. up with like people, yeah. mm-hmm. but no one really watches the events mm-hmm. because, like, this is the thing is that like if you're working a job, mm-hmm. what you're gonna try to figure out is how to catch that information, mm-hmm. you know, after the events roll out. Yeah, because I remember. In- it was either 2017 or 2018 where they either made it, I don't remember if they made it public. And it was most of the content creators didn't like that as of YouTube wise yeah. because they couldn't either, they couldn't get either certain exclusives or yep. they couldn't even even record their, them playing Nothing. certain games because everyone was, there's long lines for everything. Yep. That's yep. why. So that's why it irked a lot of content creators. Well, the okay, so my first year at E3, uh, what I did is because my booth, the booth that I was working at, mm-hmm. uh, we were giving away uh, slippers. Mm-hmm. Uh, with Fun. Our, with our name on it. 
You're we giving away slippers uh, with slippers. our name on it. Slippers. And uh, what we ended up doing is I ended E3 up going out. But the thing is that uh, everybody loves E3 swag. Uh, yeah. For a long time, Heck that yeah. was like that was like my outfits for like a year. <laughs> Is I would go and then and I would get, get like t shirt. I would get exclusive E three and they would all they would all have E three in the back in the back of it and it would just say E three yeah, socks and everything like that and then uh, basically I would wear those shirts for the entire year. <laughs> Uh, and I just had like a rotating like thing of like, yeah. oh, this is for my E3 2018, <laughs> yeah. this is my E3 2019, yeah, memories, stuff like that. Uh, but what you, what I would do is I would walk up to the booth and I would be like, hey man, I only got 20 minutes to work to to get off. Can I, if I give you some slippers, will you get me into the booth? And he goes, yeah, sure. You know? <laughs> <laughs> wow! Grab him a slipper, right? dude. I was doing that like every booth. Like <laughs> I skipped every line. It was great. That's awesome. It was so awesome. And then they, and then I was telling them too. I was like, "Hey, man, can you guys give me?" Uh, I was like, "If I give you some swag, can you get? Can I get some swag in return so I can give it back to my like employees that can't leave the booth?" They were mm-hmm. just like, "Yeah, man." So they got like a whole bag full of like goodies and everything like that. And they filled a bag with it. And then I was like, ha ha ha, I have no employees. <laughs> <laughs> and then I would walk around. And uh, yeah, that's that's kind of how I, that's how I got around E3 and nice. stuff like that. Once I stopped working, I was I was very upset because I didn't have Exhibitor on my badge anymore. So I couldn't pull that off. So before we wrap up this topic, yeah. Renee, are you excited for anything? Not just E3 specific, yeah. oh, but just e- like what anything in general. The summer is a summer of games. Yeah, like That's the thing. It's like when big announcements yeah. come up. So so out of everything, Sony, Ubisoft, Bethesda, EA, Nintendo, mm-hmm. Microsoft, what are you looking forward to? Like, what's the one thing? Or do you want to think about it and we come back no, to it? No, I could say right now at the top of my head, like, I want to see at least a trailer for the new God of War. Delayed till 2022. Yeah, and that's what... But, it, but it, so a trailer could mm-hmm. happen. A trailer, a trailer or a teaser happen. footage. The God of War symbol comes back and it's just like God of War 2022. Yeah, that and Honestly, then, yeah. that's all you need. But they, you they really did that need. already. Uh, show me like five extra, like two extra seconds, and people will go like, "Oh my god, I got a boy!" Nick, okay. So what I'm mainly interested in is, for one, I want to go. I want to see what Nintendo has to give because Nintendo has had many reports saying that they're going to have a new Switch, the Super Nintendo oh, wow. Switch. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, Super, the Super Nintendo, Nintendo Switch. No, yeah, that's uh, what so it's called. So they, so they, so this, so they're saying that there may be a new switch. PlayStation, uh, Sony has been talking. Uh, a lot of like different people have been saying that there might be a new PS5. Uh, that's going to be coming out. It's going to be a, like a slimmer version of the PS5. It's a downgraded version. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The whole point is uh, to match uh, Xbox with their downgraded version of the Xbox. Sure. Okay. Because the Xbox has the has the big one and then has the smaller one. That's the Xbox like Series S. But it has like it's like two hundred dollars less. Yeah. And it's all digital and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing I'm really interested in is uh, Xbox. Uh, Xbox is going to be doing a joined press conference with Bethesda. Ooh. Interesting. Wow. That's going to be really interesting because the, over the last past year they ended up. Okay. Geez, uh, they ended up, they ended up <laughs> well. They ended up acquiring Bethesda, and I'm really interested to kind of see how nef- what Xbox does. Todd Howard happens. walks out, and he's like, "Guys, Starfield." Everyone just drops their pants. Well, well that's the thing, though, is because usually after acquiring a company, Microsoft just says, "This is our company now." Wait, like now you're doing it under Microsoft. Wait, wait. Todd Howard walks on stage okay. for the first time. Okay, teases Bethesda. Says, "Yeah, my name's Todd Howard. You know, your guys is God." Right. Your false god says some stuff, yada yada yada. All right, guys, I know you guys have been waiting for this, uh, so not to delay anything further. Backs up, screen turns black. Bum, bum, butter dum. Bum, Elder Scroll Six. 
That would be cool. No, it would be cool. That would never happen. It would never happen. Uh, no, don't I mean, say I guess, that. I guess if you like Elder Scrolls, you'd be Fallout I, I would be 5. Excited. Fallout 5. <gasps> Honestly, Fallout I can five. I can I can imagine a Fallout another fall, a new Fallout game, maybe Fallout a, 5. And maybe then a just new, it glitching like crazy. Maybe yeah. another Doom. No, oh, Fallout oh. 5. <gasps> Dude, oh I God. just excited myself with <laughs> You're the only one. <laughs> the only one that was excited about yeah. I don't know. I, every time we talk about E3, I always like start to just kind of like ex- like overhype myself. Yeah. And it's like, God damn. I, I, I imagine that, uh, what was it, Ubisoft? What happened to Cyberpunk? Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> You're a monster. Uh, so, uh, what was it, Ubisoft, I imagine, is going to release another Assassin's Creed. They're going to show more things about Far Cry. <sighs> Probably a new division game, stuff right. like that. Um, yeah, I'm just interested to see what what the what all the companies are going to kind of release. Mm-hmm. PlayStation, nobody really cares, so it's fine. Oh, uh, I've never liked I've never liked any of Sony's stuff. Like Sony, mm-hmm. like you know what I really want? I want to I want another Ghost of Tsushima. Give me a Ghost oh, of okay. Tsushima too. Yeah, uh, God of War, mm-hmm. God of War, uh, and. That's like the only game I really care about. Like that's about it. And right. I think Activ- they, they stopped doing like Uncharted. Yeah, unless they're gonna do like the Uncharted's or they're gonna do anything like that. Mm-hmm. I don't really know. Um, and then I imagine Activision's gonna give us a new Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah. that's because that that sounds about that's right. A, yeah. That's that's Call Activision. That's, that, that <laughs> Activision will Battlefield probably give six. us Battlefield six. Battlefield is gonna show. I almost June six, two days from now. Yeah, as so, of recording. So Battlefield Six comes out in June six, which is gonna be They're interesting. Reveal. Yeah. I don't know how that's gonna work because Battlefield Six has a lot of stuff going on and it's all online and usually those games crash and burn. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how the servers are for that. But besides that, I'm excited for E three. I've always been excited to E three. Heck yeah, man. I mean, the only problem I had with E three is that eventually once you go like five or six times, you're like Yeah. It's E three. <laughs> Look, I'm telling you right now, if I'm excited for two things, it's this. It's the Super Nintendo Switch. That is what I'm waiting for because I need something different with the Switch. It's been like, what, five, six years now that the Switch has been out? The Switch has been out for about five, six years. Yeah. Wow. Has it been that long? long. It's a fun system that they have. It came out like 2014, 2015. They have to release some info for Metroid Prime 4. Okay. They're probably going to tease something for Super Smash Brothers. Well, new character Um, probably. (laughs) You know what? I want a... I want another, either another Super Smash Brothers or like, don't just, don't, don't just tell me, oh yeah, this, like you're going to get this. No, it, it won't be that. It'll it, be, it'll be another Super Smash character. Brothers. Thing. That's it. It's, it's <laughs> Doom Guy. Who's Doom Guy? From, from Doom? Doom. From Doom? Oh, I yeah, was like, what? His, his name. Doors that way. Yeah, literally. <laughs> that's fine. Yeah, literally in Doom, it was just, what do we call this guy? His name is Doom he's, Guy. He's a guy and he's, and he's in Doom. He's, mm. just, he's Doom Guy. He's Doom Guy. That's it. <laughs> That's that's literally how he got his name. Super Nintendo Switch. Mm-hmm. Don't care much for Smash Brothers at this point. Probably a remaster of some sort of like Legend of Zelda game or some Super Mario. Yeah, stuff. I feel like yeah, I feel like they're gonna remaster another Zelda. Uh, game. Pikmin has three, so I think some sort of remaster gets announced. Probably some Breath of the Wild two stuff is gonna come out as well. But I've hyped myself up for Fallout Five, so I think they're gonna be teasing that. <laughs> Sorry, uh, which out the Switch has only been out for four years. Four years. So Super Nintendo Switch, came out March third, twenty seventeen. Remaster yeah. Fallout Five. Mm-hmm. I want Fallout Five. Super I, Nintendo Switch Lite. <laughs> what I really want is I want a Nintendo. I, I want some remasters, but I want like a remaster collection, like they mm-hmm. did with Super Mario. Yeah, yeah. But, mm-hmm. give me, but give me like um, like the Falcon. Like give me like Star Fox. <gasps> give me F Zero. Uh, 
give me a new F Zero. Give me uh, which are even even if you want to put a, like a Mario game, put get a give me a remastered Super Mario Sunshine. Ooh, that did happen. Within? No, 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 no. I want like an actual re- like a, like a that like technically a, did happen. They're not going to do it. <laughs> No, it, wasn't, it wasn't. I mean, it's okay, but it it, it happened. They're not. Yeah, gonna do I know. It. I know. Yeah. But I I wanted like a real like oh, a real remastered, remastered Yoshi's Island. A remastered Yoshi's Let's Island. Let's go. Okay. That'd be kind of sick. A remastered uh, Donkey Kong Adventure or another Donkey Kong Country Luigi's Mansion. Two. Another Luigi's Mansion. No, that's <laughs> dead. No, Luigi, no, Luigi's Mansion is actually a solid game. It man. is a solid so, game, but Luigi's they're not going to do it anymore. Luigi, what is it? Luigi's Mansion Four. It would be, I think, because our three already came out. Announced right? by Game Freak, Pokemon MMORPG. Oh, there's going to be another oh, Pokemon yeah. game, yeah. No, 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 no. The they MMO, already announced the, it. The no. MMO, it's going to be Pokemon MMORPG, and it's going to be like you get to, like, you know, get your Pokemon and everything like that. It's going to mm-hmm. be just like an RPG. I'm almost positive they're going to show footage of it because it's, yeah. it's, it, it was announced a year ago, and screenshots have already been kind of, like, leaked yeah. and everything like that. So they, they're going to have a trailer. Uh, they're going to announce a new Pokemon game. Another color or something. They already did the Diamond and Pearl remastered. Yeah, I know, but they're actually gonna. uh, Oh, a new one, like a new one, a new Sword and and Shield ish. Yeah, like like a new Sword and Shield. They're gonna like because whenever they release one, there's another one that's in the pipeline. Yeah, where it's like, oh, you liked Pokemon? Well, just give us a year and a half, and then another Pokemon (laughs) game gonna come out. Even though it's exactly six different Pokemon. Even though it's exactly the same as the other Pokemon game that you already (laughs) bought. Hey, Renee, what's the timestamp that we have right now? 40 minutes. Cool. It All gives right. us enough time, time to, to talk, talk about, about the multiverse again. Oh, God. Yeah, Nick, you weren't here for last week's talk. I was. And... <laughs> <laughs> was. And... <laughs> good, good, good save. Good, good. good save. No one noticed. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know a thing. No one, no one noticed till you said it. God. <laughs> Because it was a good, solid, it was a good solid. segue on that one, man. It was great. <laughs> that was was it? <laughs> <laughs> no. So um, you know, summer with you know, summer isn't just video game stuff. Obviously, there's a lot of movies going to be coming out now that things are opening up. Yeah. Uh, Disney is going back on that Marvel hype train with Loki coming out. As of this uh, issue coming out, Loki is released that day. Yes. Right. Yes. So I mean, the f- well, at the time of release, you guys probably have already seen Loki. Yes. Because mm-hmm. it came out. It would probably came out at midnight. Here's so the how funny was it, guys. Was it good? <laughs> Let us know. I didn't expect that ending either, too. <laughs> Dude, I know it? they're hinting at so much stuff. <laughs> so, <laughs> so the the funny thing. <laughs> Owen <laughs> Owen Wilson is he <laughs> is he the guy from uh, from Wedding Crashers? <laughs> just hey, just Wedding Crashers Two announced for HBO or, Max, or is he Dupree from is you? It, and me is, it, Dupree. But is it Vince Vaughn and uh, yeah, Owen it's Wilson? both of them. They're really? writing. Yeah, I'll but show you the thing afterwards. Didn't they get married at the end of the first one? Again, they're doing it. It's already confirmed. That was like the big thing that came well, out. Well, it today was like those, those, those. They, they were the girls were into it too. They're like, yo, yeah, let's go to a wedding. Remember at the uh, end? Oh yeah, yeah. So, so uh, with Loki being released, it's kind of funny. I'm just finishing the bottle. Just, I mean, pour whatever's left over. Can you stretch a little bit more? Thank you. Gosh, man, I'm trying to pass you. You were purposely doing that. I know. I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) I'll take some more. Um, So what's funny to me is that. That's fine. I feel like every time we talk about Spider-Man, Renee, there's always some more news coming out. Mm -hmm. Right. So we literally finished up annual number three. Yeah. 
And a couple days later, uh, some Sony executive comes out and says, like, oh, no, 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 just wait until Spider-Man, the new one, comes out. Mm -hmm. And you're going to see how we're going to try to connect certain universes from coming out. and we're Or connecting. Like, we'll, we'll try to figure out, like, you'll see how certain universes are going to connect. Yeah. They, they've already said, I think it was the director for... Um for this, it was the right one of the writers for yeah. for uh, what was it for Loki and also the doc and Doctor Strange in the Universe of Madness because it's the same guy writing both. Okay. Yes. So uh, I don't I remember his name. Uh, anyway, uh, he said I think he specifically said that all of the pieces are there to explain everything. Mm -hmm. Like we've already put everything inside of its place to properly explain the multiverse and everything like that, and I think that would be really cool. Like, I think that it's really interesting that they're kind of getting the same person who wrote the Multiverse of Madness to then go into... They're not going to Star Wars this up. Not with all the, like, oh, J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson, J.J. Abrams back again. It's like the same person doing well, that's two different the, things. Well, that's the thing, though, is that if you look at, like, the Star Wars movies, Star Wars movies lacked vision. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you hear that, Kathleen Kennedy? Oof. Yeah, that was come, harsh. Come at me, bro. Come at me. <laughs> just no, no freaking. This is what happens when you just kind of go like, what kind of movie you want to make? <laughs> it's just like, oh, what's I don't know, the what, biggest what, cash grab? What kind of what kind of movie do you want me to make? What kind of, just what like, kind of oh, movie can you make? <laughs> I hear like political, like you know, can you can you make a, a movie where like basically the re the resistance is on the run, but we don't really know why. And uh, we have to go to a casino to explain how corruption is in everything. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, yeah let's go ahead. Yeah, why not? And, and make Luke Skywalker a dick. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, to, just to really round Wait, out the movie. Luke, Luke Skywalker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's, yeah, let's make it work. Yeah, he's, um, he's a douche. No, but... <laughs> he's a douche in this movie. <laughs> no, but it's the same writer who's going to be taking care of two different stories, Loki's and right. Multiverse of Madness, which is yes. good. There's, like, there's a... it's. I want to say it's not a confirmation, but it's like a soft confirmation, right? Take down the table, I don't you? <laughs> <laughs> you really want to wreck year one? Start off by, like, destruction, Nick? <laughs> we start year one, and this is how we end year one. <laughs> Your wood kicks off and ends the, <laughs> the same day. I, I am inevitable. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, can we say it's a soft confirmation? Because it's not like yeah for yeah. the multiverse mm, for or... connecting the Sony verse with the MCU. I feel well because that was the thing though is that they they did mention, and I think the, the, the same writer was saying he goes, we there is a plan in the works to ultimately connect everything. To connect Mobius, to connect, uh, what was it, Spider-Man, to then connect, you know, Venom and Carnage and all these other universes together. How they're planning on doing it, I ultimately think that it's going to be something about Doctor Strange. It's going to, it has to be. It has to be. Because I imagine what's going to happen is kind of like what they did for DC's Infinite Crisis. I mean, Crisis on Infinite Earths. Like, that's what I kind of feel like that's what they're going to go for. In the comic books? That, but also even in like the Arrowverse, because they did that in the Arrowverse. Okay, can we talk about the DC AU instead of any form of live action DC grab that they've been doing? Why? Because I feel like the DC AU is Why? probably a little bit more tamed and what? probably well written. Because like, put it this way: I mean, have Renee you? and I have talked about Wait, hold this. On, what? No, no, I, Renee and I have talked about this in the sense that like when you look at the DC AU, like back in like the right. 90s and early 2000s. Right, you had Batman right. animated, Batman yeah. and Robin, yeah. Superman animated adventures. You had Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. Yeah. And then Batman Beyond was also a part of that. 
Yeah. And they had all these different movies that connected and it all made sense. And you would, you would try to figure out, well, how is Batman Beyond, a show that takes place years after everything else happened, how do you connect that back to it? Well, the, you Even know, Static Shock. You, you know how Batman Beyond was made, right? Yeah. How? Wait, what do you mean how it was made? Like why it was made. Because Warner Brothers wanted more after the success of Batman and Robin? Nope. What are you talking about then? Batman Beyond was created because Warner Brothers was canceling Batman. They were canceling the, the new adventures of Batman. Then what happened was they, they go, we're going to be canceling this because we want a new Batman show. Then Buffy is really big on the CW at the certain time. So then they go, we want a new show with Batman as a teenager. So that way we can have these teenage uh, antics. The bat, which are the people that made Batman the animated series, then went. But there's no way we can make Bruce Wayne a high school kid fighting crime as Batman. Uh-huh. That doesn't make any sense. Not only that, but also they didn't want to lose the continuity that they had already kind of spent all this time doing. And they were like, okay, so how do we fix this? And how do we kind of come up with this? So then a couple of them said as a joke, what about if we do Batman in the future? And he's passed on his mantle to a new kid. Yeah. And that's kind of how that little, like, it originally was a joke, and then Bruce Tim was not Bruce into Tim, it. That's his name. Bruce Tim was not into it and everything else. And then he, and then eventually, like, the writers weren't into it. And then once they kind of started fleshing out the story, they then went, oh, this is a good idea. And they really started to like it. And then they, that's what, that's how Batman Beyond got made, was because Warner Brothers wanted a Buffy show, but with Batman. You're agreeing with this? No, it's, it's true. So why do you look at me like you're <laughs> like, no, like you didn't know this, man. <laughs> How did you not know? Oh, you didn't know this? No, I said you didn't know this. No, I knew some of it. I think IGN made a video on it. IGN did a video. Also, if you look at the, if you buy the like the Batman Beyond like um, Blu-ray, Blu-ray, it has it in there of like a documentary of how exactly Batman Beyond was made. But mm-hmm. like again, it's like a good way to connect because it's all in the same universe. And it is. They, yeah, they've connected everything. They yeah. connected it in a good way. Like I think one of the episodes was it a Batman. Beyond where they or was this uh, done afterwards mm-hmm. where they go back in time and show that um what's his name? Why can I not remember his name? Who? Young Batman, teenage Batman. Terry Terry, Terry McGinnis, thank you. I don't know why that name slipped my mind right now. But didn't they go back and revisit and found out that Terry McGinnis is Bruce Wayne's son? That was or in Justice League Ultimate uh it was the epilogue uh inside of Justice League uh the final season of unlimited uh yeah of unlimited it was like it's like the probably like the third episode to the last mm-hmm. it's like right before you get to the end of like the dark side war yeah in Justice League unlimited and when you do in, in that one that's when you start going into yes Terry McGinnis is Bruce Wayne's kid because he was in because Terry McGinnis's dad was infected with Bruce Wayne's seed. And uh, yeah, they did some weird, weird <laughs> yeah, they, crap with that. They use weird comic book they logic. Tried, yeah, they tried to. They, I don't know why they tried so hard to connect Bruce and Terry, when really you didn't really need to. But for some reason, the writers of the show are just like, no, let's like. That, I know. feel like that was more of a Bruce Tim thing. Yeah. I feel like Bruce Tim just really wanted Terry to be his kid. Yeah, and stuff like that. Because, but it, that's what made it even better was that it was just Bruce saw something in Terry, a random kid, 
yeah as we thought <laughs> you know mm-hmm. so he has the potential to take on the mantle and but, he doesn't yeah but my main thing is that that's not the point yeah the <laughs> sorry i that, had a, that yeah. that really ticked me off when i saw that episode <laughs> yeah. honestly that's not the point so yeah. the, but the point the, the reason why i'm saying the in the arrowverse is because did you ever watch the crisis on infinite earth event no i quit after like the fourth season of you arrow fool. so yeah. uh, <laughs> in so no because the last in, thing i remember from arrow is uh what's his name uh the the blonde girl felicity 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 and um man names are just slipping today oliver oliver thank you i don't know man they they just get married no they're driving off that's like oh man that's like like season five yeah Yeah. i quit after that it's like and mind you they handled that relationship horribly on that show it was always on and off it's the cw yeah if it's on an on and off but the thing is it's just like i loved how just like in cw shows they just like they don't know how to write certain women on that show oh yeah it's so bad i'm like come on guys Uh, actually uh you know who you know what show actually is pretty good about Mm -hmm. uh writing women star girl I hear Star Girl's really Star good. Star super good. I it's have to really watch that. Really good, then. and it's like very like women empowerment. It's very it's very nice. Good. I mean, as a as a man watching, I assume it's women <laughs> empowerment. Uh, I, you I know, you were doing fine. I haven't, I haven't, I haven't <laughs> You're doing perfectly any, fine, man. I haven't, I haven't talked to I haven't really I talked to like any woman about it. This so. is so perfect because you and I are the controlled <laughs> ones, right? And then Nick's the the edge <laughs> one here. He's like, I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna ride the line, yeah. like the border of like. You know, we had a, we had a listener, about. and then you kept talking, <laughs> and that listener's gone. I, <laughs> I'm being I'm being honest, like from a, from a, I, I I don't know, like I no, I've you never, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, just you're right because if she, if, you know you know what a girl would you know what I would do if a girl started telling me about it. Oh my god, don't Nick, stop, just stop. stop. <laughs> I'd listen. <laughs> they, they didn't hear you because they left. <laughs> But anyway, that's not the point. That isn't the point. Let's get back on track here. There's ways to write a multiverse aspect. There's a way to write the multiverse. And that's the only... No, so hold on, hold on, hold on. I know, we were talking about... This is why I'm I'm bringing up Infinite Crisis. Oh, yeah. That's the entire reason why I'm bringing it up. Wow, we straight off And I can't... I'm trying to bring us all back, (laughs) and y'all keep hitting me in the face. Well, because you keep straying off into, like, these weird edgy spots, man. You jump it, and you're like, what what, what are we supposed to do? He makes a comment, and then I was like, oh, Stargirl. No one made it. We we both swung, and he swung back. I I blame it was Renee. I'll take take the blame. Yeah, thank you. You're going to move forward. Thank you. All right, so anyway, the reason why I'm saying that is because in this Arrowverse, what they did is they made it so that they kept on releasing TV shows, and then what happened was is that you had Arrow and Flash, and uh, Arrow and Flash were on one universe. Supergirl is on a different universe because she was on CBS. Uh, Batgirl, I mean, Batwoman is technically part of the Arrowverse, but she wasn't really there. Uh, Black Lightning is on a different Earth. Uh, and then you, so you basically have like all these different like timelines and you have all these different Earths. And at the end of Crisis, what they essentially do is they, they announce. Uh, this is Earth Prime. All of the Earths have now collapsed on top of each other, and all of our heroes live on the same universe, and that's it. And marry so marry them, Renee. Marry huh? the marry the Earths. Just like, yeah, they just they just they married all the Earth, and it's and it was done really beautifully. Of the idea of one of the Flash's heroes, or well, one of the Flash's uh, villains is in uh, which are National City, and Supergirl apprehends him. I mean, apprehends her. And what it happens is uh, when they're when she's apprehending her, she. The Flash runs to go capture her, and she goes, "Wait, what are you doing here?" 
And it's like, because this is my in my world? What are you doing on my on my earth? And it's like, oh yeah, like you you guys have always been like this. Wait, isn't this the same event that uh had uh old Batman yes. up here? Yes, it was uh it was like a dark timeline Batman where he like murdered the Green Lantern Corps and uh Superman. Why am I forgetting names, man? Kevin Conroy. Kevin Conroy. Jesus, I'm. I don't know what's wrong with okay, me today, you got man. Me, you got me here, baby. I think I it's you. just we we produce so much today. So, my, my mind is fried. But but, but the, the the reason why I'm saying that is because I feel like what they could do is eventually have these multiverses collapse on top of each other, and then you pick and choose what you want. Do you to want stay. them to collapse with each other? Because look, okay, look. We understand that that there's a that you can do it in so many different ways. You right. can do it a clean way, which is like okay, each one has a separate universe and they still exist within their separate universes, but people can jump back and forth mm-hmm. between them. You could do what they did and collapse them all together. And as Renee was, you know, visually showing us, marry them all together. That's and- inappropriate. <laughs> No, <laughs> this is what I mean. Your, fi- your, fingers, your fingers don't need to do no, that. That's inappropriate. That, stop implying I was doing something like that. I don't know what that hole means. But Nick! Okay. <laughs> I was going to say something, but then I decided not you to say it. I'm not going to yeah, ride that gonna, line. Yeah. <laughs> You, I could have, I could have added. No, I'll no, say, I'll let's say it off. You want to, you want to, you want to join me on a. On a fun I was ride? gonna join. You <laughs> join me on this fun ride. But then I got off that ride. <laughs> I said, "Nope, not my time." I think if I had a couple more drinks of that sparkling wine, I probably would have. But no, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't do that. Take, um, my, take my half. So okay, I don't want a collapsing timeline. Okay. In this, if we're gonna predict something from Loki. I'm going to say that Loki is going to be the show that has, you know, because who are the who are the uh, the, the who, what's the organization that Loki's in right now? The time organization. Uh, which are, it's the, the time organization that's um, in there. Oh man, the time. It's the time police. That's not what they're called though. They're not called the time police. But essentially, this organization is like in charge of keeping timelines intact, right? So Loki jumping from one to another, stealing the Tesseract, was it? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that pretty much messed it up, right? Uh-huh. I think it's the time authority. Time variance authority. I was right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So if that's the case, do you think that the time variance authority would allow a collapsing timeline so all these things mesh together? Here's the thing, though. So if you go by what the trailers are are talking about, there's a, there's this phrase that just keeps on getting said, and it's really odd. It's we have to protect the sacred timeline, which is the MCU. Which is the MCU. But the thing is that I don't. I'm not sure if the reason why they're saying that is because it's it's the prime timeline. Yeah. And the reason why it's sacred sacred is because all other timelines branch off from this timeline. So if this timeline ends, all other timelines end. Or are the time variants, in a way, zealots? Mm. And they worship the timeline. Okay, explain, Renee. You said, mm. No, it's just like, I see what you mean. Like, they, it's precious to them and stuff. They don't want Yeah, because, especially since they're using, because it's one thing, okay, like when it was done inside Mm. of uh, Legends, Mm-hmm. They were saying, like, it's really important to keep this timeline the same way. We can't mm-hmm. mess with the prime timeline. Yeah. They were using the words like prime and stuff like that, whereas they're using a word sacred. Mm-hmm. Why? That, that's more like, ho- like holy. That's more like a religious 
type uh, ideologies, mm-hmm. stuff like that. Why would you talk about a timeline like that? Unless you were, in a way, uber protective of timelines. And they do it in kind of a way where they like they, they, they worship this timeline. That's mm-hmm. all they do and everything else. So okay. that's going to be kind of interesting to see where exactly the time authority operates in and what their jurisdiction is and how much they can change and what they can't change. If their authority is to protect the timelines, I'm going to say this. They're not going to allow a a collapsing timeline. I think they're going to keep everything separate. One, for writing purposes. Mm -hmm. Because I think that if you write in, you know, the Sony-verse, the MCU, and anything else that they want to mix into this, you would have complications and something doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. You still want to keep it separate so that Sony can work on their own stuff and this would allow certain jumps to happen. Um, it could even be a possibility that if you know Spider-Man's time does run out with Marvel, Sony can pick it up and be like, okay, this Spider-Man is now allowed over here on our side, you know? Yeah. Um, let's go into predictions for Loki. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I, I, this, is, this is pretty much what I think. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about more once we see. We'll talk about it more once we see the first episode of Loki. Mm-hmm. Uh, As and, of right now, you guys have already seen it. Yeah, and uh, and you're telling me if whether or not we're wrong. Yeah, in the comment section, and that's great. Thank you. <laughs> we love to be. Pointed I love. To, I, love I love to be pointed out. That you I'm can wrong. visit Renee at the store and uh, bug him with that and he, say he, how yeah, wrong he is. He, he especially likes when you yell in his face. Yeah, like without a mask. Like he just loves no. <laughs> he loves that. He likes to see the spit coming out of your mouth. Into his mouth. Why do you have to always exaggerate everything? Is this your job? That's what it said on my contract. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no collapsing timeline. I think that Loki is going to play the big... He's probably going to be the key to unlocking the universes for them to allow some sort of mix. That's mm-hmm. probably why we saw uh, the Vulture yeah. in uh, Morbius, yeah. right? Uh, mm-hmm. Or uh, why we see Spider-Man por- posters in that right. as well. So, so what are your, so what exactly are your predictions for the show? Because mind you, uh, this show, unlike the other uh, Mar- Marvel Disney Plus shows, are is it's already reported that it most likely will get a season two. I don't think, and maybe Renee, you'll unlike agree with me ones. on this. Mm-hmm. I don't think Loki's going to be a part of the main timeline anymore. I don't think he's going to be as involved in the MCU as. Right. most other characters i think his time is done since his character died in the mcu timeline uh-huh. what i think is going to happen is that loki's show is going to be more of a like separate storyline that's going to allow mix-ups to happen so it's going to be a gateway as to like why the multiverse of madness it's going to be an explanation as to why that movie exists why and how are Venom and Carnage going to be introduced into the Spider-Man universe? Or why Morbius is somehow revolved around this? Like, there's going to be some stuff. And I don't think it's going to be super subtle, like, oh, Loki jumps in there or he leaves a door open and that allows someone to come in. I think it's going to be like, oh, he'll leave something behind. And that kind of initiates, like, a ripple effect that allows transitionings to happen. Because you said it yourself. Doesn't Morbius have a Spider-Man poster on there? He do, it's a Spider-Man from the uh, Tobey Maguire era. Again, why would you have that on there? And on all of the, uh, what was it? On a lot of the posters, it says, where is Spider-Man? Yes. So why would that be in there? You know, it's it, it, it brings to question a lot of things. It implies that Spider-Man has been missing for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that hit, this show is more of like 
it'll probably be like a sideshow that's not going to be super relevant to what's going on in the MCU now, but I think it's going to be more of like a little key that allows certain things to happen. So if a Sony executive, you know, green lights more, you know, uh, what's it called? More of a partnership between mm-hmm. them and uh, Marvel. That'll probably be how they get it in there. Especially if you want to make a season two. Why is a season two being you know teased? It's probably because they're saying, well, if we want to make more connections happen, this is how we can do it. Mm-hmm. And right. Loki will have his own thing apart from the MCU. He's just going to be like the the uh, what is it called? The ringmaster yeah. of timelines, essentially. Uh, Renee, do you have anything? Um, I think for if I had one prediction, I think we'll see. I feel like we're going to see like a Thor character and I will say if anything a Thor character it'll be Lady Sif. I don't know why. I feel like he's going to visit Asgard Your again. Your gut feeling tells you. Yeah. Lady Sif? Yeah. Well, okay. Yeah. Okay. I- anything else? No, that's pretty much it. I don't want to I don't want to reach too far. Reach I, far. This is the show no, to do it. No, but the thing is is that I don't know. It's just um you know nothing about it, so that's, that's the, the thing. best part. I don't know, but I I don't know. I don't I don't want to I want to play it safe. <laughs> you know? So I I just feel like we're gonna have like another, if anything, like another MCU character featured on this show, on that show. I and I agree. Yeah. And I already know which one it is. Oh, this, okay. Is this so your what's yours? Yeah, Kang the Conqueror. Yeah, oh. you know what? I was thinking that honestly, because that would be a great way to introduce. That him. would be because Kang the Conqueror has already been cast for uh, what was it? Uh, Ant Man and the Wasp and Quantumania. Yeah. Which I think that's. F- it very interesting that they're gonna do that and they're gonna bring him in Ant Man and the Wasp. Exactly, but unless he's already been introduced. Yeah. Not only that, but also so here's my thinking. I think that Loki is the key to which are Loki is the key because he has a certain way of doing things. I think that this entire thing is not necessarily that there are variants, but I think there's gonna be variant Loki's. Mm-hmm. That have now separated from the timeline. Well, because Loki has been shown to dress mm-hmm. up different ways. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So there's going to be variant Lokis that are now messing up different timelines. Mm-hmm. So Loki is now going in and trying to deal with them. So that might lead you to like Lady Loki. That leads you to like mm-hmm. President Loki. That mm-hmm. leads you to all these like different variants of the Loki comics oh. of Loki himself. Maybe that's what it is when he took the Tesseract. He took different possibility timelines now. And oh, it, it could yeah. have sent you diff- multiple different ways. Yes. And, you know, this is only one variation of where the Tesseract might have taken you. Yeah. Because in one of the in one of the things, it said the minute that you took the Tesseract, uh, time started falling apart. started smiling. Go on. I'll okay. tell you afterwards. So time started kind of falling apart and multiple variances mm-hmm. fell out and you need to help us find them. Mm-hmm. And there was like one in Pompeii. There was one inside of like 1960. Mm-hmm. There was a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I, th- I feel like what's going to happen is is that this Loki is trying... So what they're trying to do is he's trying to basically get his freedom mm-hmm. away from the time variance. So I need to finish this in order to do the time... In order to get away from the time variance. Mm-hmm. Uh, in that, I think that the reason why he's listening to what they have to say is because they have what the time variance... Uh, the time variance's weapon, which is a Raycon. Mm-hmm. Which is... Uh, basically, it's a weapon that the time variance uses yeah. in order to basically wipe you from history. Mm-hmm. It wipes you from all existence, so it's a retcon. Yeah. Um, that's how they retcon Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. So, <laughs> that's the thing, though, is that what about... Because inside the Marvel comics, there's two heroes. I forget their names right now. But there's specifically two heroes where like the Avengers meet them. And they're like, we've met before. Like, we were partners. Like, we were friends. Mm-hmm. 
And they were like, what are you guys talking about? And it's like, yeah, apparently they pissed off the time of her, the time 30 and they were like famous Avengers and then they got shot by the Raycons and they've been wiped from Marvel history. Mm-hmm. And so like none of the Avengers remember them. Yeah. <laughs> and stuff is this like in the that. comics or is this in Yeah, it's in the comics. Uh, it's in the, in the comics. Like that's how they explain like, uh, I, I forget who it was. Uh, I don't know if Renee, if you can look it up. No. Oh, who exactly? <laughs> You're like, oh, no, like, I don't, I, know, I don't, I don't know, know off the top of my head. Yeah. So do you want to know why I was laughing? Huh? Because... I will find it really funny if they start to talk about different timelines. Now that, you know, Marvel, Disney, excuse uh-huh. me, has 20th Century Fox, they have the legacy, you know, X-Men movies, right? How funny would it be if they actually replicated the retconned timeline that the X-Men have, where they say it's like, oh, you have one, two, three, but then something happened that diverged it right off of two. So technically it's one, two into Days of Futures Past and X-Men Origins is like all the way in the back there. But that, you know what I mean? It's like, what if they explain that in Loki? And the reason, the reason why, and I think that's an interesting idea, but the reason why I think it's Loki capturing other Lokis. Is because who else could capture Loki? Loki himself. Loki himself. Yeah. And that's kind of like this idea of we've captured a Loki. We're going to send him out to kind of capture everybody else, put them back in their timelines or put them back in their appropriate areas, erase their memory, and then hopefully fix the timelines. Yeah. I think that it's not going to work out the way that everybody's planning. I think that Loki is going to basically double cross the time authority and then there's going to be this... You're wrong. Destruction. I, I think that I think there's going to be a lot of like messed up things. You're I think, wrong because I think he's going to double, double, double cross. <laughs> probably <laughs> double, double, double. He's, cross. he's probably because it's probably going to be like Loki switches places with a different Loki, and then he does his like thing, and then this other Loki like is is part of the time very. I don't know. Yeah, they, it, it, they'll they'll do something, but I think that Loki is basically going to let the world burn. He's going to let the timelines burn. And certain timelines, like certain timelines, just like just let them burn. Yeah. And uh, and I feel like that's going to be very interesting to watch. And because that would be a, that would be a great opening to season two is that. Timelines have now been destroyed. Mm-hmm. And what exactly does Loki do about it? Or what does the time variance do about the fact that basically Loki is now this temporal criminal? where he's like gone to different timelines and like destroyed things and like totally irreparably destroyed timelines. Mm-hmm. And I think that would be really interesting. Uh, that's a, not only that, but also I do feel that because they keep on mentioning Loki and everything like that, I don't think that he's just going to be out in his own. This is going to bring in a lot of stuff. And I, one person I do want to see at the very ending in an after credit scene, Dr. Strange. Hmm. To kind of explain what is happening. How exactly can we fix this? Can we capture Loki? Is it? Uh, can we fix timelines and everything like that? I mean, he studied the Eye of Agamemno yeah. for so many years. The, who better to ask than the Sorcerer Supreme on how exactly do we fix the timeline after Loki's like basically royally screwed it? And I think that would be really interesting. That would be a sick ending, and that would lead straight into multiverse madness and everything else. That would also explain why the multiverse is falling apart besides Wanda Maximoff. You know, yeah. uh, Loki's kind of like screwed everything up. Maximoff is also screwing everything up. Oh, so one of the Marvel characters was that was the Beyonder. The Beyonder. The Beyonder was that they used it against the Beyonder, but they did that because uh, the creator of the the Beyonder left Marvel Comics, so they retrofitted retconned him using that that whole device that the 
time variants use. Yeah, the the, yeah. the, the, the X-ray or something yeah. like that, or the mm-hmm. retcon, or mm-hmm. the raycon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, only time will tell well, by this point, how Loki's well, going to start up. Mm-hmm. At this point, I think that's going to be interesting, because I, I, how do you think this show is going to start? Do you think that it's going to be Loki just kind of surfing through the multiverse, or do you think it's going to start with him? No, it's going to be an explanation verse? episode. You're going to have episode one be the explanation episode. You can't just start multiverse stuff with like some sort of adventure. You need to explain certain things. Because I have a feeling that the trial and all that stuff, that's episode one. Yes. Yeah. Eh. All that stuff where like they're sitting him down in his thing. They're doing the whole like, this is, is this every word you've said and stuff like that. All that stuff in the, like, basically the trailer is going to be episode one. And there, I think there's a lot of stuff that we haven't seen from the rest of the episodes. Mm, well, only time will tell. Yep. Only time will tell. Anything else before we uh, close out this episode? No, yeah, I'm good. You had to think about it. <laughs> yeah, I was like, did anything else happen? I was like, no. no, I'm good. I mean, more stuff, but it's like eh, minimal stuff yeah. at this point. No, there's a lot to discuss. I think by next issue, we should be primed and ready to talk more about Loki now that it's happened. Definitely. We're in the talks probably of making you know segments for the podcast mm-hmm. to be Loki specific where we just discuss that and then any other news that comes out. But summer is right. packed with news. So there's a lot to look forward to in that sense. Uh, just before we wrap it up, guys, just a reminder, we do have a website, keepingupwiththenerds.com, where you can keep up to date with all the information that we release, any new podcasts or videos. Follow us on there. Let us know what you guys think. We have blog posts on the uh, Nerdy Planet portion of the website we're going to be talking to some people to spotlight them as well there's a lot of things happening with the website and on our youtube channel if you have not subscribed yet go follow us keeping up with the nerds uh subscribe ring that bell like the videos let us know what you guys think our podcasts are also uploaded up there we do have our podcasts on spotify podbean apple podcasts and google podcasts uh with new issues uploaded every wednesday at 11 30 uh, am i missing anything you hit it all. That's it. Perfect. All right, let's go ahead and close this out, guys. This has been Keeping It With The Nerds, issue number 50. My name is Brian. Brunei. And Nick. Recording at Undercity Comics in Whittier, California. We want to thank everyone for listening to this issue and hope to see you all 